Every day, the resort and spa falls into sync, coming together around the serving of an ancient refreshment. For 30 years, a local elixir called Jammu has offered guests a taste of her primordial temple. Surrounded by sacred bandai trees and fresh lagoon pools and pristine beaches, is a resort that is built around a natural, ancestral rhythm. At the resort and spa, time is guided by nature and refreshment. Concocted and carefully curated by Lilic, a third-generation practitioner, a drink is served, a drink that is simultaneously an elixir, an heirloom, and an instrument. Drawing from the natural environment that cascades through Bali, this drink's ingredients reflect a vast biodiversity across jungle and beach. Now, Lily combines warming cloves and mint along with lime and star anise. Each ingredient is patiently ground with mortar and pestle into a paste, mixed into orange juice and local honey, strained and served as a fragrant brew called Jammu. Her designs influence every drink prepared at the resort. For the last 30 years, at dusk and at dawn, Jammu has been served at the resort and spa, each serving allowing Indonesian family wellness traditions to be shared and preserved, providing an occasion to restore and reset. When this drink is sipped, mm, it offers guests a beat. A beat that aligns with Bali's natural rhythm and ancestral history, welcoming them to step into the island's routine and rhythm, a beat that just may bring a new kind of harmony to their lives. This is Teachable Moments with April podcast, and you guessed it, I'm your host, April. If you're a returning listener and a part of the Teachable Moments with April podcast family, welcome back. For those who are checking me out for the first time, well, hello and welcome. To everyone listening, be encouraged and look for the Teachable Moments that are all around us. Enjoy. to talk about. I haven't did something like this in a while, um, but I came across something on the local news and they were talking about something actually it was maybe a month ago, maybe a little bit more. And it was a word that I had never, uh, phrase or word I'd never heard before. And, um, I would like to share some of the information that I am going to find on it. And it was something called water intoxication. So, of course, I googled it. And um, it says here, just very briefly, um, excessive intake of water. Water intoxication, also known as water poisoning. Hyperhydration. Overhydration. Or water toximony. Or toxima. Toxima is more like it. I butchered that, didn't I? Toxima is a potentially fatal disturbance in brain functions that results when the normal balance of electrolytes 
in the body is pushed outside safe limits by excessive water intake. Under normal circumstances, accidentally consuming too much water is exceptionally rare. Um, but there have been some cases more recently, like I said, within the past month or so, um, I have been hearing about people, especially when in various areas, each area I think it either experiences extreme heat or whether it be just like, you know, the temperatures, uh, wildfires or whatever. And then it like alternates between that and the flash flooding and stuff like that. But the extreme heat is definitely um, something that um, that we all uh, have been experiencing. So what I'm going to do is um, that was from very briefly from Wikipedia. So I'm going to click on medical news today. And it says, what happens if you drink too much water? Okay. I have never heard of this. I, of course, in all things, just like in the Bible, um, it says to do things, everything in moderation. <clears throat> so, of course, in a way, you know, if you eat all carrots or you do something excessively, not in moderation, there are some potentials there, um, of course. Um, but this is very interesting to me because I've never ever heard of this. Okay. So in medicalnewstoday.com, it says the body needs water to function correctly, but drinking too much too fast can have serious health consequences. The kidneys uh, can only remove a 0.8 to uh, 1 liter of water per hour and a very high water intake can upset the body's electrolyte balance. Then it goes on to say it's difficult to drink too much water by accident but it can happen. Now I don't remember specifically but it was one particular case of a mother and I don't know if they were at um, at the beach or they were outdoors and it was extreme heat. A lot of people go to pools, somebody go to the beach to cool off, especially when they have their children and for themselves. And this woman, um, she drank, I guess, too much water and uh, it had a very unfortunate ending. Um, so it says, but it can happen usually as a result of, of overhydrating during sporting events or intense training. Okay. The symptoms of water intoxication are general, and they can include confusion, disorientation, nausea, and vomiting. In rare cases, water intoxication can cause swelling in the brain and become fatal. I did not know that. Okay. This, okay, so it says that this article, because I'm reading this article, uh, describes the symptoms, the causes, the effects of water intoxication. It also looks into how much water a person should drink each day, okay? And then, of course, they show pictures of a man with his, you know, you have your little water bottles or whatever, pretty fancy. It looks like his has a filter in it. Okay, so this is also known as water poisoning. Water intoxication is a disruption of brain function caused by drinking too much water. Doing so increases the amount of water in the blood, and this can dilute the electrolytes, okay? So they keep mentioning electrolytes, especially sodium in the blood, okay? So it says, if the sodium levels fall below 135 millimoles per liter, doctors refer to the tissue as hypno 
atremia, hypo, hypoatremia. I know I'm butchering this, and I apologize. Sodium helps maintain the balance of fluids inside and outside of your cells. When sodium levels drop due to excessive water consumption, fluids travel from outside to the inside of the cells, causing them to swell. When this happens to brain cells, it can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Now, I'm not trying to contradict what was on, on the news, but they showed, I remember, um, how many waters of bo- bottles of water, excuse me, uh, that the mother um, and wife of this particular family drank. And to me, I, I mean, I didn't think it was excessive, but maybe she drank them back to back, like back to back, back to back. Um, I'm trying to picture in my mind, was it six bottles? Um, don't quote me. I think it was six. It might have been a little bit more, maybe seven. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I just know my own water consumption um, on certain days when it's really, really hot. I'm drink- I do take breaks in between, but there have been times when I've had to do something and then I'm just like, oh my God, I am so thirsty. And if it's really, really hot, it seems like it just evaporates. I may sweat and it just evaporates through my, through my skin. So I don't know. Everybody's different. And I guess it's something to just be conscious of. So it says the bottom line is water intoxication results from drinking too much water. The excess water dilutes sodium in the blood and causes fluids to move inside cells, causing them to swell. So they're, they're, they're reiterating that. Okay, so then they go on to talk about what I just said about, you know, the symptoms and things you need to keep uh, keep an eye out for. So if you start experiencing headaches, nausea, or vomiting, um, then this is quite, and you're consuming a lot of water, okay? Um, they said that, that by doing this, by the brain starts to swell, as they said, and the pressure inside your skull also, of course, that's where your brain is, it increases, okay, so that would make sense that it would uh, attribute to you having headaches. Then it says severe cases of water intoxication can produce more serious symptoms such as these, drowsiness, muscle weakness or cramping, increased blood pressure, you may even have double vision, confusion, they did speak on confusion, inability to identify sensory information, and you may have issues with your breathing, difficulty breathing. It says a buildup of fluid in the brain is called cerebral uh, edema. This can affect the brain stem and cause central nervous system dysfunction. Wow, okay. In severe cases, water intoxication can cause seizures. Oh my God, brain damage, a coma, and unfortunately what happened to this particular woman uh death okay the bottom line drinking too much water can increase the pressure inside the skull that's definitely not what i want i don't think anybody really wants that Um, but they don't want to be dehydrated or uh you know heat exhaustion which this type of heat that we have all over the nation and probably all over the world is a different type of heat. I was talking to Miss Mary about that. So you don't, you want to be, you, you want to be careful and you want to take care of yourself. But of course, from what they're saying, you can overdo it. Okay. With the water. 
Okay, so they say it can become fatal, evidently. So they said, what causes water intoxication? They said that it's rare, but I don't know if it's exactly rare anymore because like I said about a month ago, a little bit more than that, I kept coming across stuff in the news talking about people that had drunk too much water and they had what they're, they're coining as water intoxication. Okay. Uh, water intoxication most commonly affects people. They, they're kind of saying the same thing. Endurance training, people exercising. That's I think that's why a lot of times they will advise people, even though they're diehard, um, you know, um, people who, you know, jog, walk, or whatever, what have you along those lines, is to, um, to maybe hold off, you know, maybe take a day off or something. I do realize that people, when they're like that, they usually will do it earlier in the morning when it is considered to be cooler and they don't exactly want to not walk and they usually don't or jog or run um so yeah but a lot of times on the news they'll really try to tell people to kind of lay off of it you know take a day or two off depending on how many days of extreme heat um that they may be experiencing in their area Okay, they also say, of course, because it's in your brain, uh, you may um, experience some mental health conditions or um, issues, okay? And there has been some talk about heat, extreme heat and heat and aggression, okay? So, of course, if you're uncomfortable, um, you're going to be a bit agitated, okay? And we have all been hearing about people kind of doing some things that are really kind of off the deep end. So we really don't want to contribute to that now, do we? So now when they talk about sporting events, water intoxication is particularly common among endurance athletes. It can happen if a person drinks a lot of water without correctly accounting for electrolyte losses. Now, I'm not sure how you do that. Maybe they'll tell us in the article. Maybe people listening out there, maybe you know how to correctly account for electrolyte losses. I personally do not. Maybe I need to learn that. Of course, I'm not an endurance athlete. Okay, so except for this reason, um, that's why this happens. It says, as the authors of one study reported out of 488 participants in the 2002 Boston Marathon, look at that, 13% had this particular, they had, had water, you know, had issues. And some had critical, really critical, all oh, that's bad, with sodium levels of less than 120, um, I forgot what it is, uh, that they used to, let me scroll up and see what it is. Okay, millimoles per liter, millimoles. So that's how, I guess, how they um, obviously uh, account or count that. Instances of water intoxication at these events have resulted in death, sadly. One case involved a runner who had collapsed after a marathon. Because he was improperly rehydrated, not dehydrated, rehydrated, can you, I, I don't know, rehydrated, anything's possible. His sodium levels fell below 130, uh, I just said it, millimoles per liter. And the runner then developed water on the brain. Wow. And he had a hernia in his brain stem. I didn't know you could get a hernia in your brain. I've heard of people getting hernias in other areas, you know, the lower extremities, but I never heard of a hernia in your brain. Whoa. And this caused 
his death. Wow, that is, whoa. Okay, so they moved past the athletes and endurance athletes and people who engage in, you know, sports to go to the military, military training. One medical report describes 17 soldiers who developed this, okay, water intoxication after drinking too much water during training. Okay, so they go into their blood level, sodium levels were between 115 to 130 millimoles per liter, while the normal range is 135 to 145. Okay, mm, okay. According to another report, three soldiers passed away due to water intoxication and cerebral uh, edema. These deaths were associated with drinking more than five liters of water in just a few hours. So that is when you're the time range, not just the amount but in in shorter periods of time. The symptoms of water intoxication can be misinterpreted as those of dehydration. Okay, let me read that again. The symptoms of water intoxication, which can also be referred as rehydration, can be misinterpreted as those of dehydration. Okay, rehydration, dehydration. Hmm. According to one report, a soldier who received an incorrect diagnosis of dehydration and heat stroke died from water intoxication as a result of rehydration efforts. So let me let me get this straight. So dehydration is an absence of hydration, water. And rehydration or water hydration is an excess amount where you have swelling, you have, as they said, a cerebral edema, but you get an incorrect diagnosis of dehydration, lack of hydration, overhydration, but it's seen as dehydration and heat stroke. That's interesting, but I'm not a doctor. Okay, so then they go on to talk about mental health conditions, and they refer to, oh, I see. So there is a mental health condition that I'm not going to (laughs) attempt to say the name because I know, I know I'm going to butcher it. So I'm just going to refer to it as compulsive water drinking, and it can be a symptom of various, okay, ooh, uh, uh, okay, compulsive water drinking. Okay, it, so you're just drinking, you're drinking, and there's no, there's no end to it. Um, I've never um, encountered that, um, but I have seen people who have some form, I would guess, of OCD, and they wash their hands compulsively. But I've never seen, I'm thinking about it, I've seen quite a bit of things, but I have never seen compulsive water drinking. Well, as I can hear Miss Mary's voice in my ear, keep on living. Okay, so it says it is the most common among people oh, with schizophrenia. Okay, it can also arise in people with affective disorders, psychosis, and personality disorders. I didn't know that. That's good to know. So the bottom line for that, for when it has to do water intoxication to mental health conditions, compulsive water drinking, and uh, schizophrenia, water intoxication can be life-threatening. 
clearly. And it is most common among soldiers in training, okay, endurance athletes, and people that um, have schizophrenia. Now, they asked the question, can it be fatal? And I think they pretty effectively said, yeah. I, I think I'm, after reading the little bit that I've read to you guys, it, yeah, I'd say so if you don't stop. Yeah. Um, that's amazing to me. It's almost like you would be drowning, right? Wouldn't that be kind of like what that would be? Is drowning in your own, in water. Versus, you know, when you think of drowning, like in a body of water, you're swimming and you can't swim or you're overtaken by the waves or the current. This, you're actually aiding in your own drowning. Oh, wow. Overhydration and water intoxication happen when a person drinks more water than their kidneys can get rid of. Oh, via urine, okay? The amount of water is not only the, it's not the only factor. Okay, this is what I already said, but they're reiterating. Time also plays a role. Okay, so then they go on to um, a study from 2013. The kidneys can eliminate 20 to 38, I'm sorry, 20 to 28, not 38, 20 to 28 liters of water a day. But they can remove no more than what I already said, 0.8 to 1 liter every hour. So if you're just knocking it, boop, 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 oh my God. To avoid all of this, it's important not to outpace the kidneys by drinking more water than they can eliminate. The authors of the study report that water intoxication symptoms can develop if a person drinks 3 to 4 liters of water Yeah, in a short period of time. But this is the thing here, guys. It's as though they did not give a specific time estimate. Hmm. Okay, this is something. So I don't want to keep, you know, beating this over and over again. But this really in, intrigued me because I have never heard of this. I have never, never, ever heard of this. Okay, it does say, I'm going to say one more thing. It says in... An otherwise um, healthy 22-year-old prisoner hmm, who drank six liters of water in three hours. Oh, okay. Uh, they don't say if he passed away, um, but they said it did occur, water intoxication. And it was a pro- what is considered to be prolonged water intoxication. That he was 22 years old, he was healthy, he happened to be a prisoner, and he drank six liters of water in just three hours or less. And then they speak of a nine-year-old girl developed water intoxication after consuming 3.6 liters of water in one hour. Oh my God. Uh... And then they say the bottom line, Drinking more than this can be harmful between um, 20 to 28 liters of water per day, okay? Don't overtax your kidneys, okay? So I don't know if you guys knew that, but I just had to come on here and share this. I've never heard of it. Now I can't say I've never heard of it because now I have. So guys, be careful. Stay hydrated but don't rehydrate, okay? Become rehydrated, okay? If you start to uh, experience any of the symptoms that I spoke of, um, stop. 
cease and desist drinking the water. And be safe and be well. There's a force within you, within all of us, and when we tap into it, not even rain can steal our thunder. In fact, Mother Nature becomes an ally, a trusted co-conspirator, to help bring the outside in and let what's inside you out. What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature, the Weather Channel app. If you're concerned about yourself or someone else, please call or text the Lifeline at 988 or chat online at 988lifeline.org slash chat. We're available 24-7 and we're free and confidential. just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on the other social media platforms of ours, which is TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube. Also, we'd like to invite you to check out our official podcast landing page on podpage.com slash teachable moments with April to see all our content in one place and leave personal messages, feedback, and more.